Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello, and welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And we're going to turn dreamers into sleepers? I don't know here. (laughs) I want to say welcome back. I am excited to talk about one of my favorite topics, napping and sleeping and resting. And uh, so those of you who might be joining us strictly for the 15-minute fill-ups, you might also enjoy last Friday's episode with Christina Fabritas. We talked about getting your baby to sleep, but we also talked about uh, the importance of sleep and energy and sleep cycles and appropriate rest. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about that today, specifically in what this episode is named, which is like sleeping your way to success. Y'all, I have single-handedly slept my way to success, and I want to tell you about it. This changed my whole life when I started to respect, first off, understand, and then respect the, the importance and the value of sleep and rest. I grew up, y'all know most of my story, but I grew up as an athlete, and I certainly grew up in the hustle and grind culture. It certainly worked, in achieving a lot of things. But as you do very well know my story, the things that I achieved in my past, in my younger years, were not fulfilling. And I that was tiresome in and of itself to arrive at a destination that took years of commitment to realize it's unfulfilling was exhausting because um, I was so sad. I was so bummed. I was so disappointed. And confused also thinking like, how could I have not known better or who never stopped me or who never told me about all this? And to no fault of anyone, it's just that we have grown up in such a society that glorifies exhaustion as like a badge of honor or exhaustion and burnout being a status symbol that it's just what most of us know. And this is our, I believe that like my generation, our generation, or this era, this time is here to demystify that and dismantle it. And so I would love to lay a brick in the road of dismantling the hustle and grind exhaustion culture. So we have to decondition. Uh, It took me a long time. I think this is a great time to also say the moment that you have an awakening or an awareness is not the moment that you change. So just because I started to see the cost and impact of the hustle and grind culture did not mean that it wasn't automated for me or a default way of being. So I really had to become conscious and aware of those behaviors, notice them, and then stop them. And that was new. Noticing and stopping was new, but also I surfaced a really disempowering story that I did not like really realize was running my life of being like the fear of being considered lazy or entitled, specifically entitled. I am a millennial, therefore we have been slapped with the entitled label. And so the my belief or our belief that things can come easy and be simple and there can be peace, like that is actually true in many, many senses. Even in chaos, you can have peace. And that's not an entitled mentality. Like 
their life can be hard and you don't have to struggle. So like emotionally and mentally, and you can find peace and calm in chaos, but it is just, again, more glamorized to be chaotic with the chaos and frantic. Like people just relate to that more. Think about the way that we show up and people are like, how's it going? You're like, you know, or can't complain or, you know, whatever it might be is just like, there's just this, like, I'm not for it. But I had to decondition and realize like how much I actually live into that or how much of that identity I do reinforce with my automated and learned behaviors. And so there's a lot of reconditioning around health and well-being and grace and flow. For me, this was a huge phase of my life where I was focused on and practicing femininity with a really intentional approach, meaning in myself, and this is not true for everyone. And a really great episode to check out is the dance between the masculine and feminine. It is a part of the intimacy series, the sex and intimacy series, but it talks about the difference between the wounded masculine and feminine and the healed masculine and feminine. So I was, my reconditioning process was around practicing the healed masculine and the healed feminine, meaning uh, order and trust and faith and structure and grace and flow and creativity and softness. And so whether it was masculine or feminine energy that I was practicing, it was a healthy approach. It was a holistic approach. And that made all the difference. And that included sleep. It included acknowledging appropriate and adequate rest as a part of a functioning human body. And that I noticed that being at rest and resting as much as possible gave me a completely fresh perspective on my life, on relationships, on career. When I like napping and sleeping, and I'm going to talk a little bit about sleep cycles here in a minute, but it the whole idea of rest helped me to restore and clear and release and let go. When I would lay down like I don't know about you all, but my bed is my favorite place to be. It is soft. It It's like a hug. It's warm. It's, again, soft, like the gentleness. I feel held. There's just something about being in bed for me that calms me. And to the point where I would like work in bed and I like, there were things that I was doing that was like making thousands of dollar negotiations and sales from bed. And I don't say that to brag. I mean, it was truly a part of learning to control my behaviors and my actions and my reactions and my central nervous system and my anxiety and just different things. Like I really learned how to self-regulate when I incorporated sleep and rest as a true uh strategy for success in my business and my life. So what I want to share next about this is that this is very much like to each their own. There is an amount of rest that you will know is good for you. And something that I did and something that I suggest is I like to call it mad scientist. I did this with sobriety. I did this with a lot of different things, particularly sleep, is I played mad scientist and I went into a self-study mode, meaning 
I tested out waking up super early, staying up super late, working through the middle of the night, working through the middle of the day. I had really burnt out working through the middle of the day in teaching and in corporate, so I knew that wasn't really my style. But I tested sleeping till 10 or not taking calls till a certain time. So I just, and this is a seasonal shift. This is a season where I'm waking up between 7, 8, and 9 a.m. And there are there were seasons that I didn't wake up till past 10 a.m. Then there are seasons that I wake up at seven. I'm really not a four or fiver. You guys know that about me, but um, I do love, you know, I get most of my creative bursts of energy between about 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And so that I learned to honor that, but I really did practice a bunch of different areas of the day or times of the day to produce and to flow and all of that. And there were just definitely times that felt like swimming downstream and it was very effortless. And then other times felt like swimming upstream. I am not, my brain is very not functional first thing in the morning. And so I have learned not to put a lot of pressure on myself to perform in the first half of the day. I actually will often be doing household tasks like mindless household tasks like maybe washing dishes or cleaning or laundry. That to me is the first half of the day kind of stuff because it gives my brain an opportunity to kind of just wake up and be around. And so um, the the re- I'm sharing my own breakthroughs, but I just want to tell you, if you self-study, you will reach self-mastery if you stick with it and you keep practicing and you keep paying attention to yourself. And then the real trick is like, you might know about yourself, but that doesn't mean you actually honor what you know about yourself. And this can become kind of treacherous because when you know yourself, but then you also ignore yourself, now you're out of alignment or out of integrity and you're having a subconscious experience of dishonoring yourself or breaking your promises or word to yourself. And that becomes friction in your body. And so this is, it does, I will admit it takes courage. Like if you don't think that I have feelings when people judge me for napping in the middle of the day, like thinking I'm lazy or entitled or selfish or, you know, something like I certainly do. Or if I feel like I can't keep up throughout the day, like everyone else is still going and I need to go sit down or I need to just go within. uh, I definitely sometimes can feel self-conscious about that, but you want to know what also sucks? Like, be feeling self-conscious about not doing anything you want to be doing in life, about having completely sold out and checked out and just doing what you think everyone else expects you to do or um, trying to keep up with everybody else. That is also creates a lot of self-consciousness and negative self-talk and dis-ease and illness. And so I'd much rather deal with any discomfort of feeling judged because it's usually that I'm judging myself based on my past perceptions. And you do this too. The way you used to be is so programmed in you that when you change, you are actually the one judging yourself and you perceive it in others. This is a huge lesson that I share in Alchemizing Judgment, a guide back to love all around how to shift and evolve and elevate judgment. Anyways, I'm going to get back to talking about sleep. And I wanted to just encourage you that once you start to study yourself and once you start to master yourself and once you start to honor yourself, this is where you get to use it to your advantage because 
most of us don't even make it to a point in our life where we are operating in alignment and fluidity and momentum. And so we're mostly just surviving and trudging through life, struggling with how we feel and what we think is wrong. But when you start to I don't want to use the word fix, but when you start to align and adjust and maximize and optimize every area of your life, there's less that you perceive is going wrong and you get to spend so much of your thought energy on way cooler things. You can be doing more projects. You can be adventuring more. You can be having more fun and and there's more enjoyment and you're just more calm. There's more peace. It's so good. I can't sell it enough. And so beyond, you know, fixing or solving what's not working, once you have your life in working order, damn, it gets so much more fun. And that's like, that's the Hearts Unleashed conversation is like, what would you rather be up to? Who would you rather be? What would you rather be behaving like or thinking like or feeling like? And you can be up to that. And guess what? If you include six to eight to 10 hours of sleep in there, I get way way more done in two hours of work than I ever did in a six-hour day at a corporate job. Let me tell you, if I rest and rest and rest and I've, I let go of grudges and I sleep, because most of the time when we sleep, we are so irritable and so short-fused and ugh, we can't get shit done and we trip over everything. And so when you are appropriately rested, now you have this clear and sound mind to be making powerful decisions and covering ground so much more rapidly. So this is my tip and perspective on sleeping your way to success. You really, really can. You do not have to be working as hard as you think you do. That is definitely a false truth of the hustle and grind culture. It really can be simple. That doesn't take away from the fact that it requires commitment and consistency of you, but we weren't built to be working 24 hours a day. And so I just want to say that and offer it and send you lots of love because you can really shift from dreaming to doing while also dreaming in your sleep. (laughs) I love you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast. And I'd love to give you a little peek into what's coming up next, which is the Universal Laws series. And you are going to love all of these universal laws that I will be teaching. So something that you will notice over the next few episodes, specifically over the next 11 episodes, is I am not going to have a Friday fill-up where I'm interviewing anybody, I am going to go straight through the universal laws. So be sure to stay tuned. If you are not already subscribed and have the notifications on for when an episode comes out, now is the time you might want to do that. So again, thank you for tuning into the podcast. I will see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.